I really love the idea of simplicity. The idea that understanding ourselves and life maybe isn't that difficult after all. And if we understand some simple practices, we might have the tools to help us design and live better lives. Could it be that simple? Now, I'm not saying easy. Life has some challenges that are really, really hard. But also, how many of our challenges are of our own making? And maybe life is actually simpler than we think. Confucius said, life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. I think Confucius was onto something. And it makes me wonder, is it possible that by adopting a simpler philosophy, we could live better lives? So over the next 12 episodes, we're going to explore 12 simple ideas that we believe if they are understood and adopted could really change your life. Let's jump on in. Welcome to the Inner Entrepreneur, a place where soul meets strategy and passion meets profit. Success in business is more than mastering the external. It's an internal game. Ready to play? Hi, I'm Paul Ryan. Welcome to episode 19 of The Inner Entrepreneur and episode one of our mini-series on 12 simple ideas that have the power to really change your life. So today we kick off with an idea that is simple and yet it's so powerful. Honestly, it's a concept that I wish I had come across when I was so much younger. I may not have liked it when I was young, but I would definitely have benefited from understanding it. I first came across this idea in about 2001. I was in London attending a weekend seminar called Wealth Mastery. And it was a course designed to get people to master their wealth, to take control of their finances. At the time, I was very disillusioned and dissatisfied with my business. I mean, the business was doing well and I was doing well, but I was unhappy. And in truth, I was looking for a way out or maybe I was just looking for an easier way. Now, I'm sure over the weekend, there were many great speakers. Honestly, I only remember one. And that speaker was Keith Cunningham. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, you will know that I consider Keith to be one of my greatest mentors. Honestly, I would not have the business I have today if I had not studied his teachings pretty much obsessively, of course, taken the time and the work to implement them. Keith is a straight-talking Texan and no-bullshit guy. No false promises that might make you feel great in the moment, but actually do absolutely zilch, nothing to help you make progress. He just speaks the truth as he sees it. And many don't like that truth because the truth is not about an easy road. It's not about a quick fix. It's just the truth about how things actually work in life and business, how we actually make progress and not how we wish or fantasize progress could be made. The facts are, that becoming successful in anything is actually very hard and becoming wealthy is very difficult and it's a long road and most people simply don't have the persistence to walk that road, which is why most people are just not that successful. But at the time, I was looking for a way out. I just wasn't happy. And two things happened over the weekend that changed my mind and changed my direction. So we all had to do some preparation for this course. 
some examining of her finances. So when you arrived on the weekend, you were clear about your net worth, your income, your debts, all the financial pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. So you could sit down and really clearly know where you were before you got into taking on board the teachings of the weekend. And then we were put in little pods, little groups of three, so we could talk to other people. That was really, really useful. So it's the Saturday morning. We're sitting in the group, and to my left is a very nice gent, and to my right is a lovely lady. And we'd been chatting on and off throughout the morning about why we'd have come for the weekend and our different situations. And to be honest with you, I'd probably complain just a little bit about my situation because I just wasn't happy at the time. And the instructor then asked us to open our documents and have a look through to think about where we were in point of view before the next speaker. I suppose I couldn't help myself, but I looked over my left shoulder and I had to look at the sheet so I could see what the guy on my left was earning. And then I had a quick look to my right and yeah, I got a glance at what both of their incomes were. And when I saw their incomes, I immediately closed my sheet over so they wouldn't see mine. And the reason was is because I was embarrassed if they saw my income. Not embarrassed because I wasn't making money, but embarrassed because I was probably making five to ten times what they were making. That the embarrassing thing for me was I had sat there earlier in the morning complaining to them about my lot. That's why I was on this weekend to learn to make it better. And yet I was earning so much more than they were. So it was a wake-up call. I didn't want them to see how well I was already doing. And honestly, just how unappreciative of how well I was already doing. I was focusing on the negative. I was complaining and I wasn't really acknowledging that financially I was doing quite well. So that was the first aha moment for me. And the second was when Keith Cunningham came on the stage. And Keith used to have an expression at the time that he said, get in line, stay in line. And really his message was that dabblers are never successful. So people who dabble a bit in this and dabble a bit in that, they really don't tend to be very successful. And the people who are successful in any endeavour, and that could be in business, it could be in a relationship, it could be in sport, art, anything that you persist and commit to. People who persist and commit over the long term are the people who tend to end up being successful. And he looked to the rest of the population and said, most people are dabblers. They try a bit of this, they try a bit of that. And honestly, they don't stick out anything long enough to really make it work, to make it successful. So I was listening to this message. And then he gave a very simple example. He spoke about the Hard Rock Cafe in London. But at the time, if you wanted to get a reservation in a Hard Rock Cafe, you turned up to the restaurant and asked for a table. But there was always a line out the door and down the street. Anytime you walked by, there was a queue down the street. So if you wanted to get to eat in a Hard Rock Cafe, you had to join the queue and stand in the cold London weather and wait your turn to get inside the door and get a seat at the table. Keith's analogy was that most people join the queue, but they just won't stay in line long enough to actually ever get to try the food. They'll stay it for a while, It'll become too hard, they'll get bored, they'll want to try something else and they will move on. And Keith's message was, get in line, stay in line. And I saw a picture of myself standing in line and I realised I wasn't at the bottom of the queue. I was inside the door, standing at the cashier's desk, just waiting to be seated. I hadn't got to sit at the table yet, but I was pretty damn close. And I knew in my life and in my career, 
that's where I actually was. I was pretty close to top of the queue, but I was complaining about it. I wasn't happy. And there were just things that I wanted to change. But I had a huge realization that weekend. One, that I was already doing well. And that's something most people can do with sitting back and taking the time and recognizing just what's already working in your life and just how many areas of life you are already successful in. And secondly, I realized that I had big dreams and plans and I was a hell of a lot closer than I thought. And I was at a real danger of stepping out of line, of jumping from the queue and going, forget this, this is too hard. I'm going to try something else. Honestly, that weekend, professionally, financially, Keith Cunningham saved my life because I had an aha moment that I'd been queuing for so long building this business that to step out now would be crazy. It would be madness. What I had to do was face up to the fact that I didn't like some things that were going on, but that's fine. Standing in the queue is not always meant to be fun. It's hard work, but that's what you got to do if you want to be successful. So I had a real wake-up call and I realized that I had to face up to some things, change some things, and I had to stick it out. I had to stay in line. That's exactly what I did. I stayed in line. I stopped complaining like a baby about what wasn't right. And I started taking responsibilities to make things right. I started stepping up and saying, well, if I want things to be different, guess what? I have to make them different. I still had work to do. I had a lot of work to do. But I decided I wasn't stepping out of line. I was going to make this work. Harrison Ford, a very successful actor, tells a similar story when asked the secret to his success. And he said something like, well, I was the first guy in in the morning and the last guy home on the bus in the evening. And if I remember the story correctly, Harrison Ford was simply just a carpenter working on set. But he really worked hard and he wanted to get into acting and he got his opportunity. But fundamentally, he puts his success down to hard work. And I heard an interview recently about Ronaldo, one of the greatest footballers of our generation. And some of his fellow players said, when you arrive to the pitch in the morning, Ronaldo is already there lobbing in balls. And when everyone goes home, Ronaldo is still there. So even the most successful people in the world, they have to have talent. Of course, you have to pursue something that you have a degree of talent and interest in. But a lot of it simply comes down to just staying in the game. That was a huge life lesson for me. I was no longer looking for the easy way out. I was looking to make what I was doing successful. You see, every great thing is achieved through persistence and usually a lot of hard work. And this is the message that people that want to hear, they want to hear about the overnight success. I can't talk to you about overnight success because I wasn't an overnight success. I know a lot of successful people. Every one of those tells a story of hard work and sticking it out long enough to be successful. And you know what? Sometimes that time period is decades. So if you're into something for six months or a year or two years and you're thinking, I'm not going to stick this out. It's too much hard work. Maybe you're just not in it long enough. Now, I'm not talking about staying in something that you really hate or you've decided is just not good for you. I'm talking about something that you're willing to commit to. And you know, if you're starting in any endeavor, I think it's wise to realize that this could take me years and years and years to be successful. 
And if it's not important enough for you to give that amount of time, effort and focus to, then I suggest you just don't do it. And this is not just about wealth, business or achievement. It's about every area of your life. You just have to stay in the game long enough to win. Sure, that is the secret to success and wealth and business, or at least one of the secrets. But it's also the secret to be great in sport. It's a secret to be really good in anything you want. You have to practice. You have to persist. You have to train consistently. And you have to stay there. I know that make money quick systems are so tempting. But really, in my experience, get-rich-quick schemes turn out to actually be get-per schemes or someone else is getting rich, but certainly not you. And I say this from personal experience. Honestly, everything I talk about is just what I've learned in life. And I've dabbled in lots of different investments until I realized that I was losing money dabbling. And the real way to grow wealth was to take it steady, take it slow, and invest over the long term. It really is the way. Investing for the long term, committing to anything you're going into for the long term is the way to win. If you want a great relationship, you have to work it over time. If you want a healthy body, a healthy life, you have to change your lifestyle. And we all know about fad diets and they just don't work. Or if they do work at all, it's short-term results. But if you want to be fit and healthy for the long term, you need to change your life. You need an exercise plan, you need a diet plan, and you need a lifestyle change. It's going to be part of how you live forever, not just for a couple of weeks or months to lose weight. Because ultimately we know that doesn't work. If you want to live a great life, and if you want to be successful in every area of your life, you must realize it's a journey. It's not a destination. And you're going to have to stay on that journey long enough to be successful. So the first very simple idea is just stay in the game. Stay in the game long enough to be successful. And before you commit to anything else, commit that you will stay on the pitch long enough. You'll stay in the game. And it doesn't matter whatever your goal is, whatever your endeavor. Just commit to staying in the game and commit to staying the course. That that doesn't mean you never change, you don't learn, you don't redirect. Of course you do. I'm an obsessive learner. I'm always learning and tweaking and changing things. But I'm committed to whatever I'm doing, staying in the game long enough to give myself the maximum opportunity to be successful. And if it turns out you're in something and you don't really want to stay long enough to win, well, as I said earlier, you're probably in the wrong game. You're probably pursuing something that is low in your personal values and something you shouldn't be pursuing. Because if something is high in your personal values, the notion that you'll have to stay in the game long enough to be successful, that'll be, so what? It'll be, I'm really up for that. I sometimes get asked when I say this, Paul, how long should you stay in the game? Guys, the answer to that is very, very simple. As long as it takes. When you think of the people that are very successful, how long have they stayed in it? As long as it took them to become successful, that's how long. If you really want to be successful, you just commit to it. That's your life. There's no getting at point. There's I'm doing this until I become successful. If it's something you really want to do, 
If it's something that really matters, then you'll be all up for staying in the game as long as it takes. And that's the first simple, but in my mind, such a powerful lesson. You want to be successful? Stay in the game long enough to win. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to The Inner Entrepreneur. If you found value in our content, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing. Until next time, take care.